0: Love Talk Radio. I've been made in his image, birthed by his spirit, stepping out of bond grabbing hold of God's promise. Circumstances can't stop me, and neither will they block me. Today I feel unmovable, nothing's impossible. To walk on water, I can to calm the
1: gentlemen. I hope that you guys are having a wonderful morning this holy week. It's been an awesome, awesome week, and I hope that you guys are finding enjoyment in all that you're doing, and I'm so glad that you would take the time to join me this morning. This is Dawn Marie Alexander-Bortopo, your host of the Process 319 Unleashed and your Renewed Life Coach. I hope you guys are having a great day. Hey, I'm jumping in this morning with prayer, as we always do, and I hope that you guys will join with me in your heart, and then we're going to jump right into the Word this morning. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you for being God, for being the God of our salvation. In this holy week, we get to acknowledge, to take time to think about what you did for us, as you made your way to the cross for our sins, as you became the propitiation for our sins, as you became the lamb that would take away the sin of the world. So we come before you this morning just giving you praise and honor and glory this morning and thanking you for that. God, there are people listening to me in different countries and different parts of the state that are going through things that are on the mountaintop, those that are in the valley. I lift each and every one of those up to you. If they're struggling in their finances or finances or their relationships or job, whatever it may be, and growing in you. Father God, I know that you desire to bring them close to your bosom as they choose to abide in you. And for those that are on the mountaintop, everything is good right now. Well, praise God. I pray that they're giving you the glory that is truly due your name. Father God, as we jump into your word this morning, As I minister that which you place on my heart this morning, I pray, Father God, that it will be a blessing and an encouragement and empowerment to those who are listening. So I thank you again for that, God. We give you all the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope that you guys are really having a great week. I mean... So much is going on. We are believing for breakthrough. We are believing for change. And I know that we're always believing for that. But this special time of the year, this time where we really get to reflect on what God is doing, has done, what he did, it puts everything really into perspective, into perspective of how we should live and how we should honor this time. Jesus is our mediator. He is the one and only, there is no other, there is no other one to pray for, to pray to, to pray through, no other one but Jesus. You know, he is the one that prayed for us and groaned for us. So we're going to look today at how, how we can live and experience Easter or Resurrection Sunday every day of our life. Now, mind you, this is not the emotionalism of the day. This is not those that that we get into the excitement and the tears and the flowing, but this is it it's in the peace and the knowing of what commitment that we've made in a giving our lives and receiving what Christ did for us, you know on the cross. You know we think of Christmas as being a big day because. It's the day that we give gifts to people. It's a big holiday shopping season, and we don't always give Easter or Resurrection Sunday that same height. But for those of us that believe and have accepted Christ as our personal savior, for those of us that get the fact of what Christ did on the cross, we know that if it wasn't, we know that the birth of Jesus was so he could die. The birth was so that he could die for our sins. And that's what makes this so awesome. You know, I did a show back during the holidays that said we were the reason for the season. He was born so that he could die. He was born so that he could be that sacrificial lamb. So we would would no longer have to burn sacrifices of doves and and bulls and goats and and have grain offerings. We no longer have to do that because Jesus' blood is so powerful, oh, my gosh, that it covers everything, and it's powerful. No matter what you do, what you did, God's blood is powerful enough to forgive you from everything. So now we're going to walk into how we can choose to experience Resurrection Sunday every day. And what is that about? Well, we know that Christ was born to die. He died on the cross. There are seven stations where we know that he shed his blood for us. The crown of thorns, all of that. We've heard the story. And for those that haven't, um, that's just the tip of the iceberg. He was beat, bloodily bruised. You would not know who he was so that he could take away the sins of the world, so that he could be that gift. He was a gift to us so that we could walk in the things of God. So the entire point was so that Adam lost for us in the garden through disobedience. Christ gave back to us through obedience. So we now are put right back for those of us who accept that free gift, and we're going to talk about that. that free gift is ephesians two eight and nine. Jesus is the free gift of salvation. It has to be received. Think of it this way: if I give you or someone gives you a thousand dollars and or or you give somebody a thousand dollars and you say, hey, I got $1,000 for you. So whoever needs this $1,000, here it is. Just come and receive it. All you have to do is ask for it and receive it, and it's yours. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything but to receive. And $1,000 will cover for you, will be done. It could be a million dollars. It could be infinity of dollars. And you're offering it to someone and they can receive it. But if they don't receive it, the gift is still there. It's still accessible to anyone who will choose to receive it. So if you go without the peace, the joy, if you go without the salvation and that that the, that the deliverance that it comes to bring, then the gift is still there. You just chose not to receive it. And it's the greatest thing with Christ. Christ. His love is so abundant for us that he's giving us this free gift. His love is so abundant for us that he will never twist our arms, force us into taking it. He says, here's my free gift to you. And then we know that he says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. We can receive what Christ did. We can receive what Christ gives, but it's all in us receiving it. So that's one of the ways that we begin to live resurrection every day is to receive. So now we're going to talk about what are some of the things that we should receive and what are some of the things that we may want to give in the process. And the first thing that I wrote down here that we need to receive what Christ did on the cross. And that's everything. Boom. Believe it, receive it. The Bible says in Romans that without faith, it is impossible to believe God. Without faith, it's impossible, I'm sorry, to please God. We must have faith. Faith in what he did. Faith in what the power of his blood did on the cross. Faith that he is God faith that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him, faith in trusting who he is and what he will do, faith in the word of God, knowing that there's no jot or tittle at it, knowing that it is inspired. People say that it was written by men, but that's the great thing about it, is that God desires to use us in the earth to do what he needs to have done in the earth. That is so often that God would choose to use us in the earth to bring about the things that he wants to bring. We just need to, and we'll get to that in a few moments. So receive, knowing that he is the only way. Many times we want God, but we want to do God our way. But the Bible says in John chapter 14, verse 6, that I am the way, the truth, and the life no man comes to the father except through me you can't get through buddha you can't get through muhammad you can't get through confucius or anything else that may be out there this is how he says i am the way the truth and the life no man comes to the father except through me i know that that does not sit right to some people i know that that may have brought angst that people because of hurt that they've experienced. We're not talking about religion. We're talking about relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ. Relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ. Okay? And then we have Acts 4.12. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. There is no other name. Jesus' name is powerful. Jesus, the name of Jesus, brings healing. It brings wholeness. We Once we receive that and remember that after this day and we walk in that, we can walk in that power and in that authority, knowing that we have that relationship with God through Jesus Christ. So now we can walk boldly. We can come boldly in our prayers. We can come boldly before the throne of grace. We can come boldly and asking for forgiveness. We want to recognize that from the beginning of time, going back to the garden, that time, to the time of Christ, we had to do sin offerings and wolves and grain offerings, there were different types of offerings that we had to sacrifice. There were always the blood offering for the forgiveness and the propitiation of sins. Can you imagine what our society would look like today if we still had to do that? Oh, my gosh, would we ever get anything done? We'd have to stop and go. Our society would look so different. But God did not commune in our hearts and our spirit then either. We didn't take him wherever we went. We had to go to a tent. We had to go to a place. But now that place resides in us, and we, upon receiving, upon receiving, and say, hey, I want that. God, you're giving that? I want that. Right there, I want that. I want that salvation that you're offering. I want that peace that you're giving. I want that joy. I receive. We now have on the inside of us, and we can tap into it deeper and feed it more and more as we move out throughout our day. So I hope that helps. And then we go to number two. Number two I have here, live every day as a day of forgiveness, not just in, but in forgiving others. First John 1 John 1.9 says that if we, are, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That means that if we messed up, you know, you know how I say, guys, that every day is a new day. Every day, every minute, every second, that we recognize that maybe we didn't get it right, boom, we get to do it over. Because Jesus gave us 1 John one nine. I mean, does it get any better than that? Yeah, it does. But does it get any better than that? That we can go, oh, my gosh, you know what? That wasn't good. I should, I could have done that better. I could have loved better. I could have behave better, whatever better could have been. I could have handled that situation better. I could have responded better, better in love, better in kindness, better in peace. Maybe I didn't have to come to work in angst today because of traffic. You know what, Lord, let me confess my attitude. It's not always action. It can be attitudes and thoughts that we have that just don't line up with God's Truth. not our truth but God's truth the Bible says the way that seems right to a man can lead to destruction so we never want to focus on what we think we want to filter filter our thoughts and filter our actions through the word of God what does God say about that well how would God want me to behave what would God want me to do what's going how about this one guys what is going to give heavenly father the most glory in this situation. It's not easy. Trust me, I know. But when we do what we're going to go through in the next moment and abide, we can. But we also want to bestow forgiveness on others. We want to bestow on others. See, when we're when you're happy and you're feeling good, don't you want everybody around you to be happy and feel good? You want to bring in donuts and, and coffee and cheese and we do all these wonderful things because you feel good. Well guess what? Doesn't it feel great when you've been forgiven? Especially if it was something that you knew you did and you probably shouldn't have done and you just kinda of like blew it up like this you just jacked it up totally and completely. Doesn't that forgiveness, that peace, that rest feel awesome to just go, ah, oh, yes, this is beautiful, this is wonderful. You just feel like a weight has been lifted off and you want to give that. Well, the same thing that we should do to others. We want to forgive. We want to give to others what Jesus has given to us. One, it releases us, but imagine what it could also do for the other person. Maybe people will receive it, maybe they won't, but for those that do imagine imagine what it feels like to just know I've forgiven them. You have begun to sow seed of love in someone's heart. They may reject it, but you never know what you're sowing into them. You're sowing in forgiveness. I mean we don't want to be like the 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 servant who owed his master a great debt. And he went to his master and said, I can't not pay you. I don't have it. Please have mercy on me. And the the king does. And then the same man who was forgiven a great deal goes and demands payment from his fellow man. We don't want to be that way. What happened to him? He was. It was found out. The other people were told. They went to the king and said, "Oh my God, look at what this guy did," and the guy was thrown in jail. He was put away. We were. We are forgiven from our past, from our present, and from our future. And we want to make sure that as we are living out Resurrection Sunday every day, we are cognizant of what God did for us through sending His Son to die on the cross for us so that we can walk out and live this abundant life in God. We don't have to be bound in guilt, fear, anxiety, nothing. We are free.
0: We can walk
1: free. We don't have to say that we're dumb or stupid. That the, that the action may have been, well, that might not have been the smartest thing to do, or the right thing to do, but we don't have to rest there. We don't have to let let the enemy bombard us with thoughts and bondage of that. Next, love. Love others. Love others. Even the unlovable. Oh, it is so easy to love those that are loving us back. It is so easy to love others when they're nice, but my goodness, How do you do it when you're not getting it back? How do you do it when the more you love, the more you're getting slapped in the face with negativism? How do we do it? By staying connected, by abiding in Christ, by reading 1 Corinthians 13 and practicing each one day by day, little by little. It doesn't look for wrong in someone. It doesn't keep records of wrong. More importantly, that it's not based on how you feel, but it is truly an act, an act of love. We know in the garden Jesus was crying and and crying out profusely, sweating blood and saying, if this cup can pass from me, if there was a moment where it's like, hey, if we can find another way, But you know what? Not my will, but God's will be done. Not my will, not me, not not my flesh, not what my flesh wants to do. This is a great example of what Christ did for us and letting us know that it's not about how we feel. And sometimes it is and we get tired and we get fed up and we go, I'm out of here. I can't take it anymore. No, no, no. But living in this place of a resurrection Sunday, every day reminds us, you know, what? I can't quit, man. I can't give up because Christ did it, man. I got to push through. I got to figure out a way. I got to keep pushing. I got to keep pressing. The word of God says, search for me, and I will show you great and mighty things that you know it's not. Search, Jeremiah 33, 3. Living in this place is living in 1 Corinthians 13 and constantly pressing through pressing through, failing and getting back up again and going, God, how do I do it? Why? Because we can fail and get back up because we're bummed and we didn't get it right because we just learned it in the previous ones that we have first down one I Okay, God, I confess that. I was wrong attitude. Didn't get that right. I'm not feeling this right now. How do I do it? But we keep pressing into God. We keep pressing into God. We keep pressing into God. And the more we press in, the more relief we're getting. Why? Because we're, we're getting those those tools and that that mindset that keeps our mind stayed on Jesus, who keeps us in perfect peace, who keeps our mind right and focused on him so we're no longer looking at the situation, but we're looking at God and finding out how can we praise God through it. That's what love does. That's what love does. It pushes. It gives. It keeps looking for a way. It keeps looking for positive ways to figure it out. It keeps looking for solutions. It keeps looking for a solution. I always say, read. you guys know me, read First Corinthians 13 love section in the Amplified Version. It's not touchy. It is not touchy. Love is not touchy. So we, when we're feeling a little irritated, First John one nine, we confess that irritation and then find out where is it coming from, which goes. And we're going to talk about that, just to have our heart search. And let's go there now. Let's ask God to search our heart. When we're getting and we're not walking in love, and something's wrong, and we're not feeling loving, and we're not feeling like forgiving then we need to ask God to search our hearts just like we did at Resurrection Sunday, just like many of you will do, just like I will do again and again and again each day. God, search my heart. God, know me. Show me any wicked way. Show me any way that my heart is deceived to where I'm not walking like you in this area. When we do that, when we find those triggers, when we find those uh painful moment that say why we can't forgive. Is it because somebody hurt you? Is it because you want to have control? Could it be pride? What could it be? Then we lay it down. Every day we can lay it down and say, Lord, go back. Where do we go? Number two, 1 John 1, nine. And now we're free because what did he do? He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. That is just like... I mean, it does not get any better than that. Well, maybe it does, but it doesn't. Being able to rest in God like that. With God's mercies are so new and his presence towards us is just abundantly, but so it's never enough and you just you just those truths right there just make you go, Ah There's nothing that we have to do. We just rest and abide in him. Psalm one thirty nine verse twenty three. Search us, God. Know us. We should be doers of the word. James talks about it as far as being doers. It's, and that action is an action of doing what we've learned from God, being a doer, being forgiving, being loving, being kind, being giving, doing. What did Jesus do? It's doing that. It's not just a service that we do at our local places of worship. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Love will, we, love will invoke you to serve. Love will do something to you. Something will begin to shift on the inside where you just want to give. Love gives. So when we're looking at being a doer, we want to be obedient to the tenets of the word of God. What does God say? We're filtering us through the word. And we're, we're being permeated. With the, the word is permeating. We talked about that on a video not long ago. It's permeating us. And then we, we don't want to compare ourselves to another. We don't want to compare ourselves to another. And that one, uh, that, that scripture I have for you is in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, verse 10 and 12. 2 Corinthians 10, I mean, ten, twelve. We don't want to compare ourselves to another because we don't know what their life is. We don't know where God has them going. We don't know their experiences, their educations, their situations and family, things that were said. We don't know, but you don't know what call is on their life. You don't know what grace they're walking in that maybe you're not walking in. So we never want to get to a place where we are comparing ourselves to anyone else. Never want to get to that place where we're comparing ourselves to anyone else. So I hope this helps you guys today. I hope this ministers to you. In order to live in the freedom of God every day, As if it's Resurrection Sunday, we want to make sure that we receive what God has offered through dying on the cross. We want to make sure that we live in a place of confessing our sins daily or as often that we recognize to stay in that place of recognition of who he is, loving others, forgiving others. We want to trust the word of God because he watches over his word to bring it to pass. Jeremiah one and twelve. We want to know that we can rightly divide the word of truth. Second Timothy two fifteen. So we want to trust the word of God. And then we want to search our hearts. Ask God to search our hearts to know if there's anything in us that's not like us. That God will begin to move on us so that we don't have that to say, that we're laying those things down through First John 1, 9. And then we want to make sure we're walking in obedience, obedience to God. What did God say? What is God doing? And lastly, we don't want to compare ourselves to another. We don't know what somebody else is going through, where they've been, where they're going. So I hope this helps you. If you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, if you've walked away from knowing Him before, I implore you, I ask you, I invite you to come and accept Christ today. You could be in your car, in the bathroom, at work, you can be anywhere. Anywhere. Do it from the comfort of where you are. Admit that you're a sinner and that the way that you're going, the way that you think, your attitudes, whatever it is, are not Going in God's direction. Make a 180 and turn and go in Christ's direction. Receive what He offers. Say, I receive, God, what you've done. I no longer want to go my way, I want to go your way. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. You confess it, you recognize what He did, you've received it, and now welcome. The angels in heaven are rejoicing because you. Are now in the family of God. I love you guys. See you next week. Follow me on Facebook. The Process 319, Unleashed with Dom Marie. Bye bye. I'm free because you made me free.
0: I can be free to walk on water. I can be free to climb the sea. I can be free to see to mountains. I can be free just in me. Hold of God's promise. Circumstances can't stop me, and neither will they block me. Today I feel unmovable. Nothing's impossible I can be free. to walk on water I can be free. to calm the sea to speak to mountains. I can be free. Just Strength. He gives me strength, he gives he has not empower- I'm